0: Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness, to professional development, to personal well-being. Change makers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. At the start of each year, many people resolve that this is going to be the year they lose weight, get in shape, and improve their health. We begin with the best intentions, and within a few weeks, we fall back into our usual patterns. Today's guest, Rena Greenberg, has helped countless men and women tap into their inner willpower to lose weight and to keep it off for good. Her program has been taught in hospitals for more than 30 years and transforms how people think about food by tapping into the power of the subconscious mind. Welcome, Rena. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Joan. It's a pleasure to be here with you.
0: Rina, your work helps people lose weight and maintain the loss. And as I said, at this time of year, most people make all of these resolutions to lose weight and to get healthy. Why do you believe so many of us have trouble losing weight and keeping it off?
1: It's a great question, Joan. And it's so interesting because um, you know that I, I've been, as you mentioned, I've helped a lot of people and it's with the power of the mind using what I call hypnosis. And many people will, when they first hear that, they'll protest and say, well, I can't be hypnotized. But I laugh because we're already hypnotized. We're hypnotized by the food industry, the advertising industry. So the messages that we're getting all day long are, first of all, very contradictory. They're eat, eat, eat. And then, oh, you know, you don't look good. You're too fat. You need weight. You're... So we're hearing all these messages and they infiltrate the mind And cause a lot of confusion and it makes it difficult for people to stick to a sensible eating plan long term.
0: Do you think the problem is we try to do too much all at once? You know, it's like we get real rigid and I can't eat any of these things ever again. And and we just, you know, we can't sustain that. Do you think that's part of the problem?
1: I do. That's a really good point. I just think that a lot of times people get in this mindset of either I'm on a diet, I'm off a diet. I'm good today, I'm bad today. And that creates this inner polarity and an angst. Because like you said, there's t- it's too extreme.
0: Yeah. You know, I've been queen of dieting and I know the mindset of, well, I had one Oreo cookie, so I might as well eat the entire pack. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, I, I look at that as an inner voice. You know, that's one part of you that's saying that. And it's a habitual, if you think about it, how many times have you heard that? It, and these voices inside our minds, they repeat and repeat. So that's why it's so beneficial to implant positive suggestions that actually change the way you think about yourself and food, making it easier to make new choices.
0: In your book, The Right Way, you offered steps that help people lose weight. What are some of the things we should be doing?
1: Well, the first thing, I, I really feel with any endeavor, and especially uh, breaking free from an addiction to sugar and carbs, or just eating too much, or whether it's night eating, emotional eating, the first step is really gaining more awareness without judgment. You know, so often we're you know beating ourselves up, And um, speaking to ourselves in a very harsh way that we would never speak to other people you know in that tone of voice so the first step is really starting to have compassion for ourselves but at the same time being completely accountable like really noticing wow I just ate the one cookie like you said now I'm reaching for the whole pack and am I even physically hungry and start to ask yourself those questions or what am I really needing here Maybe you're just needing a little break. There could be so many emotional needs or even physical needs. Am I even, as I said, hungry? What, what am I hungry for? What would satiate the body? So we have to start having more awareness of our patterns and then make a decision on a new way to satisfy our inner needs without continuing to sabotage ourselves.
0: And I think, I, uh, you know, I know in my own life, I, I think we work from the outside in, which is really backwards. We need to work from the inside out.
1: Exactly, exactly. And so this is what I've, it's so exciting because I've helped thousands of people. In fact, I just now uh, recently heard from Rocky, who lost over 100 pounds during COVID, uh, using the gastric bypass hypnosis, which is simply a program that helps people feel as if they already had a gastric bypass surgery but they didn't really even have it, it's virtual. So that is truly from the inside out where you're using that power of your mind and the power of the imagination and the power to accept suggestion in a positive way instead of by default when you know the rest of the world is programming us to, do, to uh, live a life that it doesn't even feel authentic.
0: So can you tell us a little bit more about gastric bypass hypnotherapy? How does it even work?
1: Sure, it's a wonderful thing. I've been doing it now, oh gosh, at least seven years. And in fact, I was one of the first in the United States to offer the program. And it was really uh, created by a couple in Spain where one of their uh, patients uh, said, gosh, I wish I could just feel like I had the surgery without putting my body through that trauma and risk. And it made so much sense. Um, So I began doing that, as I said, here in the United States and have helped hundreds of hundreds, if not thousands of people. And what it is is actually taking people through a virtual process in hypnosis so they can feel as if they actually had that surgery. And people will say, I met the doctor, I met the nurse, I could feel the band being placed on my stomach. But the wonderful thing is not only aren't there any negative side effects, the only side effects are positive, you know, feeling more relaxed, having better relationships – Because what happens is we're actually activating a different part of the brain that's much more creative and much more able to allow us to experience peace in our lives as opposed to a frantic sense of overwhelm that we may feel when we're constantly dieting and um, feeling as if we failed
0: the people that you work with do they actually feel the fullness in the stomach if they eat too much do they even exhibit some of the you know the the less pleasant side effects i know some people get sick if they eat too much does that happen when you do this
1: yeah that's a great point a lot of people have the physical gastric bypass actual surgery do. They say they experience all kinds of side effects, nausea. They're unable to uh, metabolize certain nutrients. But no, the wonderful thing of doing the gastric bypass with hypnosis, the way I do it is, as I said, there are no negative side effects. People simply say they find themselves pushing food away. They don't need to clean the blade anymore. Um, They're happier with less food. And they're more aware of the types of foods. And the best part is which actually studies are confirming is possible, but I've seen it with my own eyes, is that we can change our taste for food. So we can actually change the types of foods that we are craving. And that can happen through hypnosis, but actually some of the MRIs are showing in in the research studies that actually the areas of the brain that are lit up in terms of craving craving foods actually change when you do a process like Uh, hypnosis, gastric bypass hypnosis, to change your thinking about the kind of food you prefer.
0: I'm always fascinated when I learn new things about the brain because it is such a, just a remarkable process that we don't tap into and we really don't understand. And, And listening to you, it just makes so much sense to me that this would be a route that someone would try before doing something so drastic as actual surgery.
1: Absolutely, because, you know, there's no harm. There's no harm. And with the world as stressful as it is, I mean, things are just, you know, between COVID and the economy and people in their personal lives, people are experiencing extreme loneliness. A lot of people are in pain. So many issues. And so what happens is we're walking around constantly with the sympathetic nervous system activated. And, you know, most people have heard of, think, think of that as the fight or flight response, you know, back the cavemen, you know, it was a very, it was a very positive response that we were given. So when we're when we're experiencing real danger, like being chased by a lion, that's activated. What that means is the heart starts beating faster, and now we can run faster or we can fight. And the blood is shunted from the periphery and goes to the major muscles so that we can run or fight. But it, it makes no sense when you're sitting in traffic or just you know, walking around your house and all of a sudden you're ready to, to run or to fight because your sympathetic nervous system is activated. And when the sympathetic nervous system is activated, you're really not thinking as clearly. And so what happens through practicing self-hypnosis, which is a form of mindfulness meditation that's very goal-oriented in terms of setting actual goals for your life and changing uh, patterns that no longer serve you, such as eating the wrong foods or overeating, and we're also at the same time the side benefit. Like you asked about the side, you know, the side effects. The benefit is that we then activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the vagus nerve. That is the the relaxation response. And when that ha- happens, we are much more deeply relaxed. The muscles relax. The brain waves get to slow down from the fast beta waves more into alpha, and then sleep is you know, as we deeply relax, delta, theta brain waves. And what happens then is we are able to activate our much more creative brain and come up with creative solutions rather than we were talking about earlier just this black and white thinking of I'm on a diet or off a diet. There's much more, not even gray, but I'd say color. This is much more. There's so many more choices that are available to us to create the life that we want and the level of health that we're desiring.
0: You know, I think a lot of people have a misconception of what hypnotherapy is and that's because of the things that we've seen on television you know people clucking like a chicken and you know I'm, I'm a pretty educated woman and i have to admit the first time i was going to work with a hypnosis practitioner and i do all the time now the night before i was researching it and i was terrified because i'm really an in the head person and i kept thinking what is she going to you know do to me subliminally that i won't understand and and it's nothing like that so can you explain to our listeners just a little bit about hypnotherapy and how it works
1: absolutely here's the thing you know if you went to 10 different hypnotherapists you might get 10 different responses to that excellent question you know how does it work what is hypnosis but what most people will agree is hypnosis is utilizing really the innate ability of the brain to respond to imagery and to suggestions. And if you think about it, as I said earlier, we are being bombarded with images and suggestions all the time that we are accepting, whether it's political messages, whether it's from the media. And so it's already happening. The only difference between consciously using hypnotherapy, as you're saying, going to see a hypnotherapist, or even using self-hypnosis yourself, is that now you are consciously making a decision. And what that means is you're starting to have more awareness of the messages that you're telling yourself. So, a lot of times we don't, we become so used to the messages we tell ourselves. For example, a message like, oh, I'm always going to be fat or I'll never succeed. This is too hard. Other people, you know, it's my genetics. Other people, it's easier for them. And these messages become so normal that we just think they're true because we never question them. And hypnosis is such a wonderful, when we use hypnotherapy or self-hypnosis, it's an opportunity to give ourselves new positive suggestions that are much more aligned with what we actually want. So the first step in hypnosis is to know our outcome, know what it is we want. Well, let's say in this case, we wanna live healthy at our ideal weight. So now we have to start to become aware of the messages that we're giving ourselves or that we're hearing from outside of ourselves. It could be even a loved one, maybe a spouse or a parent, even a child that's urging you to eat foods that aren't healthy for you because The idea is, well, this is fun. This is something we do together. But starting to notice, wow, am I just eating this pizza or drinking this beer because of the camaraderie? And if so, how can I get that need met? How can I really enjoy my loved ones without putting toxins into my body or without putting substances into my body that don't agree with me? So we start to then give ourselves new suggestions and using imagery. The mind thinks in pictures. We're making mental movies all the time. We don't realize it. So right now, Joan, if you had the thought, I'm going to take a shower, in your mind would flash an image of yourself stepping into that shower, and it's automatic. We don't even realize it. Well, that's a form of hypnosis, because if automatically a picture of yourself going into the shower flashed through your mind, but it was a negative picture, let's say, you know, whatever, too much water, or it could be anything, then you would have a, a thought Never mind, I don't want to take a shower. And let's say it was only cold water. Never mind, there's no hot water, right? So the same thing happens that's when we think of food. So you and I can each think of a donut. And for you, an area of your brain may light up, mm, that's going to taste good. But for me, because of the conditioning, or, or if I work with someone, the conditioning could be, ooh, a donut, that's going to make me feel gross. No, I don't want it. So when that happens, we don't need any willpower because our mind has changed, as you said earlier, from the inside
0: out. You've been talking about a lot of self-awareness and self-hypnosis. Is this something, what, what you've been explaining to us, is this something we can do on our own, or is it always a good idea to work with an expert?
1: You know, either way, ultimately the truth is all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. In other words, no one, how many times have we heard someone say, I can't be hypnotized? Well, you have to want to be hypnotized. You have to allow yourself to be hypnotized. And one of the most heartbreaking things for me is I get calls almost on a daily basis from people who want to understandably help their loved ones. And they'll say to me, you know, my nephew is 100 pounds overweight. Can you help him? Or even other issues. You know, my husband's a gambler. Can you help him? Uh, My daughter smokes. Is there anything you can do? And unfortunately, I have to tell them each and every time, unless that person reaches out to me, unless that person wants it. Unless that person at some level invests, it's going to be very unlikely they're going to change because we have to want to change. So that is really the first step, but when we want to change, self-hypnosis can be a very powerful tool. However, of course, it's going to be more beneficial to have someone assist you, especially in the beginning, and for a couple of reasons. One. How many times have we heard people say i tried to meditate but i had too many thoughts i couldn't do it you know so and then and then people abandoned the practice so it is something that's a skill that we need to develop and learn and practice so that we're not overcome by extraneous thoughts that distract us from the process because hypnosis is a state of deep relaxation physically and focused concentration so i compare it to a massage just like in a physical massage yes you can give yourself you can massage your arm and it feels okay but when you relax and close your eyes and someone else uh, gives you a massage, usually you can go so much deeper and get so much more benefit. So it is the same. That is the reason why people would seek out a hypnotherapy practitioner. And you can even do it over Skype or, or the Internet or Zoom or even I work with many people over the phone even. Uh, but it's that gift of being able to help them to achieve that state of hypnosis So they're not just, you know, feeling discouraged, like I'll never get there.
0: And you brought up some great points, Arena, because we've been talking about weight loss primarily and and for health, but you just mentioned other things that hypnosis is good for as well. And so if, if anybody takes anything away from this conversation, I would say that it's to know that really what we're talking about is an inside job. There is no magic answer. It's an inside job and it takes work, but it can be extremely effective.
1: Absolutely. It is amazing the difference uh, when we tap into a deeper level of the mind trying to accomplish goals rather than just spinning our wheels in our head, you know, trying to figure everything out. And Einstein said you can't solve a problem the same level it was created. And I love that. And so what happens when I guide people through hypnosis is that we're actually going to a deeper level within a much more creative part of the body and even a wiser part of the being of the psyche of the body mind and that makes it so much easier uh, to make positive changes.
0: And it forces us to slow down, and really it can help us in any area of our life.
1: Yeah, and I love, exactly, and I love the side effects. I can't tell you how many people come to me for weight loss and say, I came to you for weight loss, but what, you know, I lost some weight, but what actually happened is my marriage is on a whole new level. Like, literally, this process saved my marriage. And people didn't even necessarily come in thinking that that was the side goal or people say, you know, people, oh my gosh, like people at work are noticing, you know, uh, people who are still working with coworkers. Wow, you just seem so much happier. You seem lighter. You're much more fun because it does. It helps us to really change and transform in ways that are really, really positive and in ways that we can feel better about ourselves, much more confident.
0: Imagine doing something that has positive side effects for a change.
1: Exactly. Right. And you just never know. You know, for so many years, I, I did these uh, seminars in hospitals with large groups. And I would do a stop smoking seminar. Two people would come together. One would be absolutely certain, today I'm going to quit smoking. But they sort of drag their friend along who was reluctant. Said, I don't really want to quit, but I just want to keep my friend company. And inevitably, the friend would walk out and never smoke again. And <laughs> I just love that because... They were more motivated than they even realized.
0: Now, Raina, you are also an expert on CBD. For our listeners that may not be familiar with this, what is CBD, and can people use it for weight loss?
1: Great question. Yes. So I've been doing weight loss now de- for decades in hypnotherapy for, for many, many decades. CBD, I discovered in 2017, so before the rage, and it really helped me with glaucoma, but additionally, it had all these side benefits. I'm sleeping better. My... Hormones feel more leveled out, and I wanted to share it with other people. And when I discovered all the marketing deception and the uh, misinformation, and I it broke my heart because I wanted consumers to make sure if they were going to try CBD, which is cannabidiol, it is the uh, from the cannabis plant, the same plant of medical marijuana, but it is not psychoactive. It does not get you high and the term, and the technical term is hemp. It would come from the hemp plant. So it's the same plant, but the difference is that there's only less than 0.3% THC. So it's not enough to get you high, but it's enough to activate the CBD. And it helps people with pain. The studies are showing it helps with pain, with anxiety, with sleep, and with weight loss, particularly when it's paired with other herbs that also work with, uh, help with weight loss. So I did. I I went to work and I created products that work beautifully to help with pain, and weight loss, and sleep. And it's really the highest quality CBD uh, that's available. But more than that, I wanted to educate people so they understand wherever their CBD source, you know, how, how do they know they're getting the real thing and not just, for example, hemp seed oil, which is not uh, medicinal CBD. And so I wrote a book, CBD for Health and Wellness: Questions You Should Be Asking. And I'm offering it free for a limited time uh, at my website, renasorganic.com, so that people can download this book, get the information, they can see pictures of labels and certificates of analysis and really see what to look for when they buy CBD from any source.
0: And Rena, in addition to that site, where else can our listeners go to to get more information about you and your work?
1: So for the hypnosis and weight loss, and the personal growth and wellness, it's easy, E-A-S-Y, easywillpower.com.
0: Reena, thank you so much for joining us. As I said in the beginning, it's the start of the new year, and if anyone is like me, we can use all the help we can get to stay on track with the changes we wanna make. So you have given us so much information and so many tools that we can utilize, and I really appreciate you being here to do so.
1: Thank you so much, Joan. It's been wonderful to talk with you.